0: Good morning. Hi, this is Olivia and thank you so, so much for tuning in. Oh my gosh, it is the beginning of a new day and a new month. We are already in the second month. This is the first day of the second month of 2022. I hope today that you will find renewed hope. I hope today that you will find and see the beauty of this day and the beauty in your life. I hope today that you will think and see about the things that you can be grateful for, the little things that it's so easy not to pay attention to. But I hope that you can see that it's, it's a beautiful day and you are alive and you are here and that you have a chance an opportunity to do more to live to serve and to be and it's a beautiful day after all oh my goodness just to be able to breathe and to feel and to live and to see those are all blessings That it's easy to forget and easy to ignore so yes a warm welcome from my heart to yours when it comes to serving what comes to mind when you hear the word serve because servant comes from the word serve unfortunately servant has been associated With the word slave. We are all servants. We would like to believe that we are servants of God, but are we really? Who do you serve? And how do you serve? I mean, are you one of those people who believe no one can tell me anything? don't come and tell me what to do you're not my boss i mean uh, so often these are the words that come out of our mouths who do you think you are Hmm? you want me to do that i'm not a child yep that's what we do but when you look at the life of jesus are a servant first and foremost but before you can serve others with an open heart with honesty with joy and with pleasure you have to know god you have to because there is no way that you can serve with pleasure if you don't know him let's look at relationships if uh, to serve it comes from a place of love it comes from a place of honesty and truth it comes from a place of willingness and obedience ah, that's another word obedience because to serve means also to obey so what do you obey many marriages have become a battleground a war zone jeez you can't even you know people are scared even to ask each other to make a cup of tea people are scared to touch each other they are scared to have conversations because it Just take one word for the next person, for your partner to explode or retaliate or want to bite your head off. And then what do you do? You keep quiet because it's just easier. It's just easier. But because it's easier, it doesn't make it right. If you serve someone, If you serve someone, you are prepared to do certain things. You are prepared to serve that person with love. And it has nothing to do with being a slave, being a fool, being taken advantage of. That's not serving. It has everything to do with honesty. Because when you serve someone, when you are with someone you love, doing things for that person becomes a pleasure and an honor. You are willing to do things because you want to. Not because you are forced to, but because you want to. When you love your partner, when you really want to be there, When you really want to be there, it becomes an absolute pleasure to serve them. And yeah, I don't talk about, I'm not talking about the bully who threatens you, who swears at you, disrespects you, breaks you down. I'm not talking about that bully. That bully doesn't deserve anything. In fact, you don't belong in that relationship. But when it comes to serving, first of all, before you can serve, you need to know who God is. And why is that? Because when you know who God is, you will begin to know what love is. It will be a pleasure to serve even strangers because it won't come from a place of guilt or obligation it will come from a place of love and when it comes from a place of love you trust what your heart is telling you because you understand that love is truth and truth is love and your heart will not lie to you and you know what's even better you will have the guts to say no And without feeling guilty, without wondering, did I do the right thing? Without worrying, oh my gosh, I said no. Oh, that person survived. No. When your heart says no, it's no. It's like one time I told this guy, I greeted him. I greeted him. And he's like, sister, uh, can you help me? I said, "Uh -uh, I don't want to help you. I greeted you. It doesn't mean that I want to have a conversation with you. Did I feel guilty? No, because my heart said no. My heart said no. Another time, we came back. I was walking with my husband, and we, because we live within walking distance from most of the shops, and we walked. And we came back, and this guy was on the other side of the road. And he came to us, he approached us, and he asked, excuse me do you have something for me to eat no demands nothing he just asked and we gave him a loaf of bread because both of us in our hearts we felt this was the right thing to do we didn't discuss it we didn't look at each other we just knew he my husband opened the bag and he gave the guy the loaf of bread and we both We went on our way and he went on his way. So can you see the difference why I'm telling you these two stories is I trusted my heart in both occasions because to serve, truly serve, it has to come from a place of love. Otherwise, you will always be the person who say that people take advantage of your kindness. You will always be the person who say that when you are good and kind, people don't see it, they don't appreciate it. Of course they won't, because you're serving the wrong people. There has to come a moment that you say no, whether it's friends, whether it's family, When it's a stranger, you will know when to say no and when to say yes. And here's the thing where you can see the ones who will take advantage of you. You can see it a mile away. The person who comes to you with these words "Ah, If you don't help me, I don't know what I'm going to do. You will live. Don't worry, you will live. And then the other person, another narrative that they use as um but i thought you were my friend uh, i thought you were my friend and i thought you would want to help me now i can see that you're not a real friend you know what you do when someone comes to you looking for your help with that attitude you tell them thank you and bye bye And also the one who comes to you in need but they don't even ask do you have are you able to they the the attitude is I know that you have and you must just help me you know what yes I might have but not just for you it's not for you so you must learn to say no that's part of serving because many times when you think that you are serving someone and helping someone you are enabling them to take advantage not just of you but of everyone else they come and con everyone else they meet everyone else they are with you are helping them you are helping because when you if you are honest Because part of serving is to be able to observe someone's pattern. When you look at that person's pattern, you will see that this person, this person is asking from everyone. And there's a difference between asking when you are in need. I keep on saying that all of us, all of us, at some stage in our lives, we need help and we need to put up our hands and ask for that help and it takes a lot it's it takes a lot out of you to ask for help it's easier to give help than to accept it and here's another thing here's another thing when you help someone when you help them when you have served someone because serving and helping It's basically almost the same thing because by helping someone, you are serving that person. So, when you have served someone, what is your attitude when you are in a position of power? What is your attitude when you have helped someone? What is your attitude when you are able to give? Because giving. Is serving. That's another thing. You know, there will always be people who need help. Always. That's not going anywhere. Ah, is your heart open enough to help someone in need? Or do you also say, ah no, they must just see themselves. It's not my problem. Well, you can help. And here's another thing. Oh, no, I'll pray for you. I'm eating my my chips. You are hungry. As I'm eating, I'm like, no, I'll pray for you, sister. Don't worry. I'll pray for you, brother. You know what? Sometimes we don't need prayer. We need action. That's what we need. Maybe you are the answer to someone's prayer. Maybe you are the outcome someone has been praying for. Maybe you are the one who can change someone's day, who can change someone's life. Because so many times you just need that one little break to move to the next step. Maybe you are the person who can open the door for the next person. Maybe you know someone. Maybe you know something that could help the next person. Or are you one of those people, when there's a new person starting at your company, you say, oh no, let's not teach him anything. They are here to take our jobs. Let's not teach them anything. Really? Are you so insecure? Are you so insecure that you think by teaching someone your knowledge, your expertise that they will take your job how insecure can you be you know experience is something that no one can take away from you in fact the more you teach the more people you teach the bigger the legacy is that you leave behind do you think it's the right it's okay to hold all your knowledge to keep it to yourself because someone is going to take your job someone will know more than you it's a good thing when you can teach someone and they end up knowing more than you it shows what a brilliant teacher you are none of us is born with the knowledge to know everything. None of us is born with the knowledge to get through life. We have to be taught. If you have worked at one company, and there you have, you know so much that you become the expert and you move to another company, you still have to learn how they do things at that company. So no one is born with that knowledge. Everyone has to be taught how to do things and once you are once you've been taught you can you can add and improve on what you know. But knowledge is such a powerful thing. And it's something so amazing when you can share what you know with someone, and yeah, yeah, you have you have those ones. You you get the kind of person who's just there to take and take and take. You get the kind of slimy snakes. The slippery ones, who once they think they know enough, they will discard you. They're just a part of life. But let those ones not stop you from sharing your knowledge. You've done what is right. Don't worry. Somewhere along the way, they will get what they deserve. That's just what life is. It's what life is. We have all helped many people. Who never first of all they never come back to say thank you. They never acknowledge when they stand there and they, they 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 succeed and they excel, they will never mention your name. In fact, some even go as far as to pretend that they don't know you. It's okay. It's okay. We don't need someone to acknowledge me it feels good let's be honest it feels good when someone has made it and you played a part in their progress and they say thank you and they mention you by name oh it's a great feeling but if they don't mention you that's also okay I mean whether you mention me or not it's not going to I'm not going to earn more money I'm not going to be more famous. I'm not going to suddenly get rich overnight. It's not going to affect me. Oh, yes, my heart will be a little bit sore. I'm human. My heart will be a little bit sore. And I will be taken aback because I helped you. You came to me when you had nothing. And I helped you i gave you the information and you know i did not even charge because this information that i've given you it's worth gold man and it helped you to advance in life and you did not even mention my name ah really do you think i'm going to die if you don't tell people that i've helped you no i won't die i will still be fine It's okay and we have to remind ourselves that it is okay because that moment when I shared my knowledge, my experience, my expertise with you because I know so much, when I shared that with you, I did it because I believed it was the right thing and to keep on doing what is right regardless of whether anyone comes back to say thank you or whether they acknowledge you anyhow people have told me yeah you are a fool why did you share that well what do you want me to die with the knowledge i cannot keep this knowledge to myself i refuse to die with it i refuse to live in a world where I am afraid to share what I know. I will tell you everything I know. What you do with that knowledge, it's up to you. I've done my part, I've planted the seed. That's how I look at life. You know, you cannot be threatened by just everyone and anyone. You never know. Where that person you help today, where they will end up tomorrow. You might just be the helping hand that someone needs. And it's a little thing. It's a little thing. And you know, talk about little things. Yesterday, yesterday, it came to my heart. It came, and I believe God has a way of speaking to us. And he said that I must say scams. Is not a way to get rich. Again, I want to remind you, wherever you are, whatever you do, do not part with your money. Do not trust anyone who comes to you and say, I want to help you. I know how you can get rich and it's quick. And you have to give you my money. You have to give me your money. Don't believe that person. Keep your money. Keep it. Because once money is gone, it's gone. And it's a very painful thing. When you have taken money that you have worked very hard for, and you give it to someone, believing that they can turn it into riches, From experience, very painful experience, I can tell you now, there is no such thing as getting rich quickly. And do not, do not. One of the ways that you can see that it's a scam, first of all, this person tells you that you must give them all your money and they will control it if you believe that, you can kiss your money goodbye. Because the first thing when you want to do trading, go to any trading website, anyone, go to the trading websites and see what they say. The first thing they see is we cannot give you trading advice. You have full control of your money. You don't give your money and then also throw away the key like a lot of these crooks. They want you to give them all your money and they say to you, don't worry, we will take charge. We will be in control we will we guarantee that you will get double your money there is no way i can say this with confidence and i can say this through experience no one anywhere in this world can make a promise to you that they will double your money it's a scam keep your money And warn everyone around you, no matter how good the person is, how convincing they are, if they want to rush you through it, if they want to create a, you know, a feeling of urgency, if they want to make you feel that you are missing out on something big, run away. Run away. Please, I beg you you don't fall for it keep your money take your time to do the research there are so many websites and um you know the grow on the j the growth on the jse when when you put your money on the jse personally if you decide that you are going to invest your own money first of all you have to wait for at least five years for it to show consistent growth. And the profit, your return on your investment, it used to be 12% a year. Which means for every 100 Rand that you put in, if it's a good return, it should give you 112 Rand at the end of the year the the realistic return on investment will be between 8 and 12 percent and that's in extreme cases so no one can double your money because no one has control over the markets i don't understand why i would have to repeat this message over and over again but if this message is for you please. Do not give your money to anyone. You can even call me, you can send me a message, You can, but please don't give your money to anyone who comes with promises of instant riches. It's your hard-earned cash. You might be in a tight spot. You might look for a way out, but as long as you have money, hold on to it hold on to it do your research call the people but don't call the crooks and speak to more than one person don't come to me and when i tell you something you take it as the gospel no go and speak to four or five even if you have to speak to ten people but get your information right don't just give your money away Because when it's gone, it's gone. And there is no way that you will see even a cent of it. So, yeah, sorry, I'm just passionate about it. When it comes to to know finances, when it comes to know how to spend your money, when it comes to how to preserve it, where do you go? What will work for you? See, When it comes to serving, as well, whenever you spend your money, how do you spend it? How do you spend it? When you make your money, how do you make it? Because have you noticed? It doesn't matter how much you earn or how much you make, but yes, it, it has everything to do with what how your heart is. How your heart is. When you receive in gratitude and you spend in gratitude, you will always have enough. Always. You will find the person who earns 12,000 Rand a month has more money than the person who's earning 50,000 Rand or 70,000 Rand a month. I'm not to say that when you earn more, you become miserable. Because you can earn 70000 and be very happy. And you can earn 12000 and be very happy. It's how do you receive the money? I've worked at places where I was absolutely miserable. And when I get paid, within three days, poops, the money is gone. And I wasn't earning peanuts. I was just hating my job. And when I got the money, I'm like, really? You know? You have to open your heart to receive. When you go to the shop, when you go to the shop, how do you treat the shop assistant? How do you treat them? How do you behave when you come in contact with someone who you see less than you because that person is serving you? I've noticed how invisible people become. The moment you stand behind the counter or you stand behind a all Or you 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 are the petrol attendant? Do you greet them? Do you ask, hello, how are you? Do you do you see them as someone's mother, sister, brother, father, husband, wife? Do you see them as people? Or do you just see a thing in front of you who must serve you? You're one of the ones you who know, doesn't even know anything. Hmm? And when they make a mistake, you jump on them. Like it's the end of the world because they dared make a mistake with your stuff. Now suddenly they are the biggest crooks. Are you one of those people? And look, let's face it. There are some shops. Yes, it's not an it's not a nice experience to go and shop there. And for years, I took it so personal, very personal. When you went in, when you go into a shop and they treat you like they are rude, they are rude. Do you know what? I took it personal for a long time. Until God said, Fool, they don't even know you. Why do you get worked up? It's not about you. And He told me, Look at them, see their pain. See their unhappiness, see their desperation. The turning point was years ago. I walked in this week. Oh, it was a young girl, and she was so unheed. You know, it can spoil your whole day because you go in there feeling fine and you walk out and. You know you feel like nothing. You do feel like nothing. And some of you, you, you know, you stand there being confused. Did I say something? Did I do something? Don't they like me? What is it about me? Well, if that's your experience, you go and you ask Are you having a bad day or do you just hate your job? Because you don't know. You don't know. Why someone is miserable? You don't know. So start talking. What is wrong? Some, are, some, you know, it, it. I found with a lot of people shop assistants when you go, okay. Some are so rude that there's nothing you can do about it, nothing. But don't retaliate. Banjehani umuhmak. But some, when you ask them, really, why do you look so unhappy? They are taken aback. They shocked, and you yes stories of the conditions that people have to work under how little they get paid you know they have to leave a sick child at home because they couldn't afford to stay at home these are the things that they start telling you their mom or their dad has passed away and now they have to go to work they can't even get off in some cases they can because they only have a certain amount of compassionate leave and they have to keep those days for closer to the funeral so these are the stories people have who are serving you and you won't know until you ask and yeah some will still look at you as if you are Ah, it's okay because i know i'm not dirty. If, if you think that it's fine it doesn't bother me but we must learn to serve with love we must learn and being being a servant it's not being a slave when someone is rude to you are you rude back because then you're not much better than them it requires a certain mindset to walk away from a useless fight, sometimes you need to stand up for yourself. Sometimes you need to raise your voice, and you have to fight injustice. But it takes a certain kind of wisdom that doesn't come automatically. When 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 someone is rude to you, it, it's it's you know it takes control and a huge level of maturity to take a step back and see what is going on here what what? because remember satan is always waiting always in relationships you that's where he attacks the most because if your relationship isn't working you can't focus you can't so when if you are in that relationship right now we, it's so hard for you to, to serve, Panji, don't feel yourself. Yes, like it. It's not a for the money. It's not a for the frowny. If you are in that kind of relationship right now, ask yourself, why is it so hard to serve? Is it because you don't love? Or you're not receiving the love that you need? And what are you going to do about? Are you going to keep on being unwilling to serve? Because once you love, once you love someone, serving that person, it's an absolute pleasure. You know why? Because your bond is love. And it's not just about you serving him, but it's about him serving you. And to ask in a nice way, my darling, my love, Hey, can I have a cup of coffee, please? I mean, it's just a cup of coffee, right? But it's also the way in how you ask. Because how you ask many times will determine what you get. I will say that again. How you ask will determine what you get. If you go and say, yay, hey, mark off my copy, coffee, man, because I'm a man, funny, I is man I nuts you see? Who's going to give you coffee? Do you think I would want to make you a cup of coffee? But if you come and say, hello, my darling, I am a love. Can you make me a cup of coffee, please? You see the difference? The way in how you ask. Even food. If you start appreciating the cooking, and I know we don't feel like cooking every day. There's no woman who wants to cook every single day. I don't know. Maybe I haven't met one. Maybe they are, but I haven't met one. But if you start appreciating the cooking and, you know, compliment her, you know, and then you start saying, ah, my darling, you know, I i like the chicken when you cook it this way ah she will make your favorite food but if you complain yes again this chicken why don't you just tell her i don't like it this way i prefer it this way the same with a woman the same with a woman you know if you start asking with love and listen this takes it takes practice if you're not used to it either you start off on this note Or if you haven't started off on this note, it takes practice. And do you even say please and thank you? That's part of serving. Please and thank you to your children, your colleagues, when you go shopping, when the shop assistant, when she has helped you, do you say thank you? As you take your change and your your bag and your stuff, do you look at them and say thank you? At home, in the mornings? Do you say thank you for the lunch, for the food that she has prepared? Do you say thank you to each other? Just thank you for being in my life. Thank you for doing the things that you do. Thank you for the person that you you are. Do you say thank you to your children? Do you ask please when you want them to do something? These are little things and I know. Some people right now, when you start saying thank you, they would probably have a heart attack and told over because you've never said thank you. but there's always a time to ch- to start. And please, if you were to start saying please right now, people will be dumbstruck because you never say please, but there's always a time to start. So serving it's personal. You have to respect and to honor and to obey yourself. Because if you deny yourself certain things, if you deny yourself the right to do what makes you happy, if you deny yourself a chance to be happy, to do the right thing, to do what feels good, if you deny yourself, if you think that you are here to be a martyr, to be a slave, you will become miserable. I never get to do what I want to do. That will be you. That will be you. We always do what he wants. We always do what she wants. Then, you know what? If you can't open your mouth and say, this is what I need, you will always be complaining behind someone's back. You will feel stifled and unhappy and frustrated and then you will end up being so miserable that you will forget what you really want in life and it just starts by all you have to say it's take us all you have to do is take a step back and think do i really want to cook tonight do i really want to go out tonight to be honest because honesty it's also a way that you serve someone Being truthful, you are serving in truth, you are serving in honesty, you are serving with love. That is what we are here to do, to serve people. But it should never be at a cost to yourself. There are certain people, I even told them, don't even think of asking me anything. I once told someone years ago who asked me five rand, I told him, you know what? And it was in front of his mother. You, even if when I find you in the desert and I have so many five rand coins like it's running from my body like water and you need one five rand to survive, I won't give it to you. I don't think I could have made it any clearer than that. You cannot serve someone. You can look at that person and see this, when I, when I, whatever I give to this person, it will be like giving it to the swines, to the pigs and the dogs. You cannot, you cannot share the sweat of your brow with a useless person. Someone you know is going to take advantage, it's going to destroy it. It's your sweat. And your sweat is your blessing from God. God gave you the ability to work and to earn money. You cannot take that money and give it to the pigs and the dogs just because you feel guilty. No. Say no. You're not here to be the provider for someone. You are not here to be a crutch for someone. You are not here so that someone can lean on you and they can walk. No. You are here to serve with love, with truth, and with honesty. You are here to do what is right and what is good. And your heart will tell you, listen to your hearts. Always, always listen to your hearts. I thank you and thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful wonderful day. I am Olivia and this is the beginning of a new month. Have faith, have love, have joy. I thank you.